Hello and welcome to Ecom Tips Publication Podcast, free forever for everyone. Enjoy this podcast and look for more daily on all types of topics. Get pins to go viral and tips. To really succeed at Pinterest and turn it into your top traffic referral, you need to get your pins to go viral. It may sound like a daunting and difficult task, it kinda is, it's possible and it's so worth it. I have had quite a few viral pins, to be honest I am not really that big into pining and even still ones done correctly are great. Some that I pinned several years ago are still being repinned and sending traffic my way. Following are all the things I think you should consider when using Pinterest. The colors you use in an image can affect the amount of repins it will get. Everyone is drawn to particular colors and which colors will suit their Pinterest boards, however it has been found that images using red or orange are repin more than those that are blue. If you are creating an image from scratch, try leaning towards more bright, warm colors and leave the cool toned colors for Instagram where they work fine. To repeat, which colors stand out most on Pinterest? Bright, warm tones. Warm toned images of red, orange and brown got twice the repins of cool blues. You may already have brand colors that you wish to include in your Pinterest images and that's fine. Size. On Pinterest, the term real estate is used to describe how much space an image takes up on the pages you're scrolling through. Every image pinned to Pinterest will show up in the feed at the same width, but will vary in regards to length. Vertically longer portrait style images take up more Pinterest real estate than square or landscape images. For that reason, the image you're wanting to pin from your blog to Pinterest should be long. You want your images to be seen, so a great image size to use is 600 by 900 pixels. To really dominate the field in Pinterest, branding is key. If you have branded your blog, It's important to incorporate that branding into the images you take from your blog to your Pinterest boards. That way, your work will slowly become recognizable and can result in more repins, as you'll be seen as a trustworthy source of great content. Branding involves using your logo, your font set, no more than two fonts, and your color palette, as well as getting your blog URL out there. Pinterest Logo Only use the Pinterest badge. Please don't use our word mark. Always include a call to action after you show our badge. Always display your Pinterest for business URL when you use our badge. Make sure our badge's height is proportionate to your call to action text. Product shots. Put your Pinterest URL somewhere on the treatment. Interface images should match the device you show, X. A mobile view should show the mobile interface, etc. Language. Acceptable phrases, popular on Pinterest. Find us on Pinterest, follow us on Pinterest, visit us, find more ideas on Pinterest, get inspired on Pinterest. Unacceptable phrases, trending on Pinterest, trending pins. Whenever you reference Pinterest, make sure to include your Pinterest for business URL. Most pins that blow up on Pinterest have a big catchy headlines that draws pinners in. You have maybe two seconds to capture someone's attention with your image, so think about something you could say that is bound to get someone to click on or repin the image for their followers. It doesn't always have to be the title of your blog post, it also doesn't need to go as far as to be considered clickbait. Be honest, but create excitement at the same time.
use numbers, exciting words and even dollar figures if you can. Anything that will make you get a click. If you think you've created a great image and content for Pinterest and have added it to a blog, or similar post, ask your followers in that post to share it. There is no problem with asking. You can include a sentence underneath the image saying pin me for use later. Or conclude the post by letting your followers know they can pin your top image if they are interested. A little reminder like that can work wonders. As you're scrolling through Pinterest, you'll most likely find that your eyes are drawn to images that have bold text. The bolder it is, the easier it is to read. Images that have thin text or use a font that's overly too fancy aren't going to draw as much as attention. You need to make an impact when your image is sitting alongside an image with bold writing, one that is basically screaming at you to take notice. If you're a relatively new pinner and you don't have the following that will repin anything you put out there, go bold with your text. Make it stand out. Setting up rich pins will result in your pins having more information attached to them, and therefore they will appear more important and more reliable. Pinterest will recommend your pins to more people if they're considered to be high quality. To get your images from your blog to your Pinterest boards, you need to add the Pinterest browser button to your internet browser. By doing this, you can go to a particular blog post of yours and using that button, pin an image straight from your own blog to Pinterest. It will end up on Pinterest with a direct link to your blog post, already attached to the image. Pinterest will consider you to be a valuable pinner if you're adding content from other websites, like your own, rather than just repinning images that are already on the platform. As Pinterest is such a visual platform and many images have text already on them, it can be easy to get caught up, pinning away while forgetting about the little caption section. Whether you're pinning your own pins or someone else's, you need to make sure this section is filled out. Even if it's just one sentence, you need a caption with a few keywords about the pin to boost it in search results and to have it classed as a high-quality pin as well. When adding one of your own images to Pinterest, try writing a caption that has between 20-50 words about the pin, including phrases and particular words you think people would search for when trying to find it. If you want an image to go viral, you can't just pin it once and expect it to magically happen. You need to repin it yourself, several times over the space of a few hours to get it going, for a couple of reasons. Fiercely, many people are aware that repinning an image that has less than 5 repins, reduces the quality of the board they're pinning it to. That means they're going to see your new pin and avoid it, because it doesn't look like a popular, high-quality pin. Another reason is that it can get easily lost in the crowd. There are so many images to look at while scrolling through Pinterest, especially if you're following hundreds of people, so you can't expect everyone to see it from being pinned at one time. Try following these steps. Pin your image to the most obvious board first. Spend some time repinning other people's images. Repin your image to another board it relates to. Spend some time repinning other people's images. Repin your image to a group board. Spend a few days repinning other people's images. Repeat the process with that same image again, repinning it to those same three boards. There's no limit to how many times you can repin an image you've added. Just make sure you space it out, as you will lose followers if you're repinning it over and over, too many times in a row. And that brings me to one of the best tips, 
which is to get your image onto a group board. If you're not already part of a group board on Pinterest, you need to find one ASAP, especially if you're a new pinner with a small amount of followers. If you don't have the following waiting there to repin your blog pins, you will need to use someone else's. Finding an active group board to join that is in the same category as your blog, will help the images you pin reach a wider audience. Therefore, they have more of a chance of being repinned. If you don't know where to find a group board, I'd suggest checking out the Facebook groups I use. I'm sure you'll be bombarded with group board recommendations. Pinners who follow the group board show up as followers of the owner only, yet all pins to the group board from all contributors can show up in the home feed of every pinner who follows it. So, let's say you have 1000 followers and you join a group board belonging to someone who has 100,000 followers. Any pins you add to the group board can now appear in the home feed of your followers and the 100,000 followers of the group owner. Any additional contributors just bring in more potential exposure to your pins. Group boards of the pin anything variety may have hundreds of thousands of followers, but with their random selection of pins, it can be difficult for any of them to gain much traction. Avoid these. Group boards with many contributors are difficult for the owner to monitor for quality and may quickly become spammy and just plain ugly. Avoid these. A manual look at each of your group boards and a check of several pins on the board to make sure they lead where they should, that is, not to spam or porn, is a good way to know if the board is worth your time or not. You can search Pinterest for the subjects relevant to your account and then refine the results to look at boards only. The only way to currently tell which of these boards are group boards is if the owner cleverly uploaded a board cover that says, group board or collaborative board. Not an easy process. Try looking at other Pinterest profiles in your industry to see which group boards your competitors are contributing to. Group boards are easy to spot the little profile circle will be split into sections as in the example below. You can also check out a number of Facebook groups full of people who are looking for group board contributors. Pinterest.com web link Roger Keyser link